Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. And the lifelong trader. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. In a letter, the Republican-controlled Arizona Senate telling the U.S. Justice Department ballots it is recounting from November's presidential election are secure, and the department's worries about voter intimidation are unfounded. Correspondent Ken Lorman reports. The letter from the state Senate president comes days after the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division sought assurances that 2.1 million ballots from the state's most populous county were secured as federal law requires. The Justice Department also claimed contacting voters during the election audit could amount to illegal voter intimidation. A bloody hours-long gun battle in Brazil in a slum. Authorities say police killed two dozen criminals. Our residents and activists claim there were some human rights abuses. This is SRN News. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking lately about the biblical principle of headship. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One way to think about headship or authority is like an umbrella. If you're under a good authority figure, it's like standing under an umbrella during the rain. It's your job to stand under the umbrella, and it's the umbrella's job to protect you from the rain. Biblical authority is like a good umbrella. It won't leak or move, and it provides shelter. Our job as believers is to submit to biblical authority figures God has placed in our life, as long as it doesn't go against God's Word. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we don't sell umbrellas, but we do install shingle roofs. If you have a roofing need or want to talk about God's Word, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome to King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440 on a bright, sunny Saturday. It's a job Saturday. Um, I should have reminded Brian, there's a little extra bumper uh, we usually play for job Saturday uh, that is a South Park 
um, use, and I don't want to do the impersonation. Um, but so, if he finds it, he can he can drop it in. Otherwise, we'll just we'll just keep going. Um, but if I say it's South Park, he might he might figure out which one I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. So there's a couple things going on today. We're in the middle of commencement here at St. Cloud State, and because of COVID, we actually have to have our commencement uh, over two days to get everybody through because we, we're doing it inside in a controlled setting. And the, and the auditorium we're using is an 800-seat auditorium that Brian, who's a, who's a Husky, a graduate of our, of our program up here, and I both have probably spent, I'm sure, Brian, you've spent many, many hours in Ritchie Auditorium. Yes? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, yeah, the only uh, thing is, uh, last year when I graduated, uh, I did not get to walk because of the COVID, you know, and the whole pandemic yeah. and the shutdown. So, yeah, that was the only thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm it glad a- I'm glad to see uh, everyone else is walking and stuff. So that's great. So your graduation was would have been in May. Uh yes. Uh, if the yeah. shutdown so didn't we, happen. Right. We would we we delayed those until August. But of course, a lot of our students got jobs, moved away, and it just didn't make sense to come back. I didn't go to my doctoral uh, graduation because I would have had to spend fourteen hundred bucks on a plane ticket to get there, and it's like, yeah, just mail it to me. Uh, <laughs> was my answer to that. So. I'm sure you as well. But, yeah, so downstairs from us in Ritchie Auditorium, um, we finally got caught up. We did the May 2020 graduations in August. We did the December 2020 graduations in March, both times because the virus was was in a wave at the time graduation would have happened. And I agree, Brian, the August ones were pretty small. I think we ended up doing about Six, yeah, it's very funny. A very brief story. So ours was the last one, seven p.m. on Friday night, and it's one of those warm May days. Unlike yesterday, which was lo- lovely and cool, which I like. I like cooler graduations because those robes are hot, and I have to wear them pretty much for the day. Um, so at some point, that robe, that robe is uh, cooking. I'm cooking inside there. But not yesterday. It was really, really nice. Anyway, it's one of those days I've got the robes on. It's kind of cooking. And I've been around for most of the day on campus, which was weird because, you know, Brian, you remember early May, we we just weren't on campus. We were, we were just out of that phase where we were being told to stay home. Um, so, well, let's take it back. This would have been August. So, so we'd have been back on campus by about a month. And so, and so we're doing it in the auditorium, and we have faculty who would come join us, but the faculty aren't sitting through, the, through it. They're actually told, please process, come in and observe your students. We're going to seat them, and when we're done seating them, you can recess out of, the, out of the auditorium and go. And there was a place we would put them separately to go ahead if they wanted to watch. I suspect most of them just got out of their, their gowns and went home or maybe stuck around but didn't wear their gowns for uh, receiving students afterward. But get this, okay, and Brian will love this story because he, he's worked in this building for quite some time. Um, there's, it's about, so we're going to 7 o'clock, we did a 5 o'clock, the 5 o'clock wrapped up about 10 to 6. I've got my robes on, I'm up in my office, because my office is in the building where the commencements are happening right now. And, um, and, the tornado sirens go off. And I'm like, oh, gosh. I look at the clock. It's about 6.20, 6.25. I'm just getting ready to go down to get ready to get lined up. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? So I go walking downstairs. And there's the president of our university conducting all everybody there to go down in the basement. It was a legit tornado warning. Meanwhile, I got faculty wandering around the halls like, well, what do we do? It's like, it's a tornado warning, guys. Go down in the basement. Okay. Now, Brian, question. How big a wind would it take to blow down Stewart Hall? Huge. Like a massive <laughs> amount. 
like, it yeah. would have to be an amazing tornado in a dead strike, right? It, it, to to really get to to get through this place. This place has been Stuart Hall has been here a long, long, long time. Not in the current configuration, the wing that Brian was in when he worked at the when he worked, uh, you know, uh, doing media production downstairs, or me up here in the economics wing, and then over here in the dean's office. Um, this wing's only been here since the late 1980s, but uh, the part where graduation happens, that's been there since the 1940s. Nothing's blowing that thing down. This thing is built really solid, but there we are, all, all are, waiting downstairs, and finally we hear the all clear, and the president is walking up and down the, the aisle saying, okay, we can go back upstairs now. Are we still having commencement? She says, after that, how can we not have commencement? we got to have commencement. So we were still here last August. At, oh, gosh, it must have been quarter to nine before we finished up. Uh, and um, But I'll tell you what, that's one of those you'll never forget. When, tor- when, when not just COVID, but a tornado delayed but did not deny <laughs> commencement. Brian, you could have been here for that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. You probably could have been here for that. That although although I don't think I don't think your school was graduating in, in the seven o'clock one. So anyway, they're all happening downstairs right now. I'm a little nervous about the I'm a little nervous about about the connection here on job Saturday. But we'll get to the jobs report in a second. Don't worry, there's plenty to talk about. There is more to talk about the jobs report. I already know I'm not going to get through everything, so that's why I that's why I'm actually telling my my little fun story up front. Here's the other fun story. When I a little production hint, when I am doing the show on Job Saturday, I come in and I open approximately 20 tabs on my on my browser. Each tab has a different table from the jobs report, and so when you hear me pausing in the middle of doing a jobs report. Um, it's usually because I'm trying to find the right tab to open up to see to see the table I want to read read to you from. Um, so I come in this morning, and 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 I open up the main page, right? Which I, the main page I go to the report itself, and because I read the report yesterday and read the report yesterday, it's there. But then I go to open the tables, and they won't load until finally I get a message. Your labor statistics website is down for routine maintenance. Will not reopen till 6 p.m. Eastern time. So folks, I'm flying a little blind today. <laughs> I had not thought, well, I mean, I should have just uploaded all those pages last night before I left after our, our, after our commencement yesterday. Uh, but um, nope. I am I am going to be working with less data than ever uh, because I can't dig into I can't dig in to find find the jobs report right now. So uh, I might do a little desperate searching. I posted a bunch of things yesterday. If you listen to this show regularly, first of all, thank you so much. Lots of things you can do on a Saturday. Uh, second of all, um, Happy Mother's Day. If you if you're listening on Sunday. Make sure you've uh, expressed thanks to your to your mom, to your wife, particularly if you have children. Um, if you are a mom, thank you for being a great mom. Uh, and and then I, so first of all, thank you. And then second, I want to make sure you know we're going to get through all this because I tweeted a bunch of material yesterday. And if you'll follow the show using the hashtag PoundKBRS, King Banyan Radio Show, here on the Biz 1440, you would be able to find a lot of information, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to scroll back through my Twitter feed and find a lot of the things I put up yesterday. We'll work from that. I've got the main page in front of me, and I can read, I can read you some of that information, too. There's a lot of commentary and one thing we're going to have to talk about is Janet Yellen. Yes, we'll talk a little bit about Janet Yellen and the uh, the in, the yes yes interest rates, no interest rates thing that she did earlier in the week. But we've got Yellen from yesterday doing doing a, a real song and dance regarding the jobs report, uh, and I want to get to that as well. 
Again, the jobs report, expect, everybody expecting a million jobs to be created comes in at 266,000. And everyone is acting as if something really dramatic has happened. I suspect there's something significant happening in these data. But I gotta say, I'm gonna, uh, I've got a, I've got a reader, um, I've got a reader or listener or, or Twitter follower, and I've really enjoyed, I really enjoyed this this point Frank made. One problem we have here is that we don't have a lot of knowledge and experience of just how a 21st century economy recovers from a pandemic. Never have truer words been spoken. We don't know how this is supposed to work. It's all guessing. I have no idea. I have no idea whether or not 266 is something significant or if it's noise or if it's a or if it's just yeah they just happen to take a measurement on a bad week or we we don't know and and people who are trying to to interpret great insights from this oh i don't i don't know uh i don't know that that's true some people have done a better job and more careful about this than others we're going to review all those on this Flying Blind Jobs Saturday edition of the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. these options you could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the biz 1440 top shelf choices include twincitiesbusinessradio.com our free app and radio.com land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it but actually minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes but who's counting well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Or Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. 824-3853. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My 3 Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. 
In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. I hope you're having a great day. We are here. We're really, really enjoying our uh, chance to be uh, talking on a job Saturday, even though the Bureau of Labor Statistics website is down for routine maintenance. We can't, we can't get maybe uh, all the way into the numbers, but we'll get as far. We'll probably get about as far in as you you want to go. I. I had some things I wanted to look up this morning and was unable to because that website is down. But here's here's uh, the, the the basics, right? Two hundred sixty-six thousand jobs in April, following increase of seven hundred seventy thousand in March, five hundred thirty-six in February. So this is the smallest of the three. The changes were revised up. In May, excuse me, in February, by sixty-eight thousand, but a, rev, a downward revision. You remember when we said it was nine hundred sixteen thousand jobs? Whoops, missed it by just a little bit. Turns out it's only seven hundred seventy thousand. That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big change. And to me, there was a bit of a clue to to sort of one of the comments that I was hearing uh, by people. Uh, on on this on these data, and uh, I just have an example of it. I'm going to play this uh, right up the front here. Um, this is Jan Hatzius. He's the chief economist for Goldman Sachs. I've heard this comment now from about four different uh, analysts in the last day, uh, and this is the one that I think is is probably going to tell us the most of all of them. But they're all kind of alike. Let's play this cut number five, please, Brian. Because adjusting for seasonal factors just plays such an enormous role in this. If you take the seasonally unadjusted number, you're over 1 million. And if you mechanically adjust these seasonally unadjusted numbers using just a sort of standard program, you get even stronger numbers. So basically... What happened here is that the Labor Department adjusted what they otherwise would have gotten because of the enormous decline in April 2020. And I'm not saying that they that they got it wrong, but there's just a lot of uncertainty in terms of just how one should adjust these these numbers for for seasonal factors. All right. Did you get that? It's. This is a complicated story, all right? And, and today, maybe that, that might be the title of the hour for the podcast, Complicated Story, um, because I've got two or three fairly complicated stories that need to happen today. So here's the first one. How do I do a seasonal adjustment? Because I do, so when I got hired to work here at, at St. Cloud State, and it would have been in the spring of 1984, long time ago, um, there was a course here called Business Cycles and Forecasting, and I was hired in part to teach that course. So I've been at this thing a long, long time. At that time, there, at that time, we typically taught students how to do a seasonal adjustment. Now, <clears throat> it's very interesting because at that time, PCs were not really. Students didn't have access to them. Um, nobody has Lotus One Two Three, let alone Excel, or or any other spreadsheeting program. the The methods by which we did seasonal adjustments were pretty complex. Typically done on on mainframe computers and 
and there were a number of different packages that were used to teach to that, that that were out there now when i taught seasonality to my students and these were undergraduate students that i will i will remind remind you at least here at st cloud state my students had had college algebra i'd say maybe a third of them had actually seen calculus all of them had had a course in statistics a basic freshman sophomore course in statistics and that's it and now i'm going to take them through a whole lot of of, of ways to adjust data using statistical methods and so i spent a few years trying to learn how am i supposed to teach this to them and i actually ended up writing a book that's the only book I have still laying on my bookshelf that I didn't get published because there's no market for it really anymore. Uh, basically, technology passed by, passed by it because what I did was I created algorithms to help students do seasonal adjustment. The Census Bureau, which does statistics for and does statistics for most of the Bureau of Economic Analysis and for the Bureau of Labor Statistics, created its own program, its own algorithm for doing seasonal adjustments. And that is the one that Hotsius is talking about. It is the one that we all use. And it is complex. Now, typically what I, you would do, if you didn't know anything, and you were told, how do I take out the seasonality in these data, you might start with an observation like this. I'm researching I'm researching sales at a retail store, and I observe that, that every November and December, my sales are significantly higher than they are in January and February. So what I might do is I might say, how do, am I doing relative to another November or another December as I look at this November or December? And then you might say, okay, so let's suppose that on average, Sales in November and December are 20% above normal. Sales in January and February are 10% below normal. If I wanted to put them all on a graph that I could look at the movements month to month without thinking about the seasonality, I might choose to just reduce all my estimates by 20% for November and December and increase all my estimates for January and February by 10%. Now that logic I just gave you is basically using a variety of different methodologies, but that's basically the logic behind what seasonal adjustment is. So one thing that the census does that is different is that they don't just use an av a moving average of the last two, three, you know, or five or 10 or 20 Aprils as they make the seasonal adjustment on the data for April. Theirs is weighted and weighted more toward the most recent observation. Now, what happened last April? Right, we all went through a lockdown. Those data are completely different than before. The Census Bureau and the Bureau of Labor Statistics has to decide how do we use these data from a period in which the economy was just simply slammed shut. And we think that perhaps they had to have, and I wouldn't be surprised if they, made some adjustment to their usual methodology. And that's what Hatzius is saying is the way the seasonal adjustment was made doesn't fit the usual pattern of seasonal adjustment. And I have seen this. We, we produce seasonally adjusted data for smaller economies like central Minnesota or north, northwestern Minnesota, places like that. When you use, the, when you use census methods to try to do a seasonal adjustment, um, there is a question that you have to ask of whether or not you're going to throw out outlier observations or how you're going to reweight outlier observations. 
That may have been done entirely differently this time around than other ways. So there are a number of people out talking about, boy, if I look at the seasonally unadjusted data, it looks really different. It had more than a million jobs created. And then the seasonal adjustment pulled that all the way down to 266. That's kind of unusual. True. But if you're using, but you, my, my point is, if I was doing the seasonal adjustment, I can't use the April 2020 data to build the seasonal adjustment because there's, there's, it's, it's an economy unlike any economy that we've ever had before and unlike, I believe, any economy we're going to have in the foreseeable future. I'm willing to say that, you know, based largely on faith. I don't think we'll ever have, an, have something where basically state after state, governor after governor is going to say, you folks just stay home. Don't go to work. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go anywhere except maybe to walk the dog. That's probably not going to happen again. So why would I use April 2020 data to do a seasonal adjustment? We're not sure what they did. As I noted, the website is down for maintenance, so I can't, I can't see and try to figure out what happened there. It looks like folks like uh, Jan Hatzius, uh, Peter Buchlar, some other folks have looked at those data, and I believe that they probably have a good grip on what's happening uh, with it, but um, but I will say uh, uh, it is entirely logical to me that seasonal adjustment on these data involved a whole lot of judgment, and you might even call it a scientific wild guess. Um, don't know. But uh, I'm sure over the next week or two, we'll learn more. We'll do a little forensics on uh, the seasonal adjustment question. Uh, coming up next, we'll go through uh, the various industries and see where have we had gains and where have we had losses. And take a look at the pattern of wage gains in those places to see what's going on uh, and whether or not, as many people are trying to say, people just don't want to go back to work right now. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. 
PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, Show the biz 1440. All right, let's dig into this thing a little bit. Job Saturday here. So, I saw numbers just on leisure and hospitality where there was discussion of, of 500,000, 600,000, 700,000 jobs added just in that sector. And there's no question that that sector has still been um, hit pretty hard. Um, the okay, even even though over the last year, 5.4 million jobs put back in leisure and hospitality, that industry since February 2020 is still down 16.8 percent, 2.8 million jobs. So the fact that it went up by 331,000, in other words, more than the total gain to employment overall, it's still well below uh, where it was in February of 20 at 2.8 million. So yeah, I guess I would have thought that you'd get some of those jobs back. Um, and that that was coming from from that area uh, uh, and if you looked uh, food services and drinking places up 187,000 uh, the amusement parks gambling recreation I, I as I understand it Disney Disneyland reopened in California just this last week although you're you I, I believe if I've understood this right you actually have to show your ID to prove you didn't travel from out of state. They're only letting Californians visit Disneyland right now. Uh, the accommodation sector, hotels, 54,000 jobs added. It's not as much as you would have thought, right? And then if you look in personal and laundry services, uh, and you look in repair and maintenance industry that was up 44,000 in the month of in the month but that's still down 352,000 from where it was in February of 2020 um i found this particular number interesting i was listening last night to a commentary podcast and john podoritz um says i don't even know what local government education is it's your local schools it's 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 public schools. Public schools increased thirty one thousand in April, down six hundred eleven thousand since February of twenty twenty. Okay. Think about that. And you say, well, how many jobs are there overall in that sector? Well, if I had the other sheet, I probably I could probably tell you that. But but I believe it's going to be, it's I believe it's probably going to be. 10 million jobs, right? We're still down 6 7%. We're still down, I don't know what that number is, but it feels like it's like a significant number of schools that are still as of yet unopened. Hold on to that thought. Um, social assistance, down 286,000 since the start of the pandemic, though up 23,000. Um, now, 
here are the places where we saw declines. And this is what makes the story perhaps a little, um, makes, makes uh, the story a little more interesting, I think, or a little more complicated, if you would, than the way I'm hearing the story told by uh, people who want to say it's all unemployment insurance benefits. I don't know that it's all unemployment insurance benefits, okay? It's complicated. And this has been my point. And I've had some people like, no, 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 it's, it's the benefits. Trust me, it's just, it's the benefits. I'm absolutely positive, King, it's the benefits. I'm like, you're a little more positive than I am. All right, so let me take you through a few other numbers. All right, let's look. Um, in professional and business services, uh, temporary help services down 111,000 jobs. Employment of couriers and messengers up 126,000 jobs since February of 2020, but down 77,000 jobs in April. What's that? Could it be that more people are deciding to go back to the store? Okay. And I'm going to and, and I want to put a pin in that one too because this is this is the interesting the, the it's complicated story. Manufacturing employment edged down in April by 18,000 with gains with gains that uh, in March and February that add up to nearly 90,000. April's numbers were hit down by motor vehicle parts could be wood in, in wood products more than offsetting gains in the other areas of, of durable goods and chemicals. Employment in manufacturing is down 515,000 from its February 2020 levels. Retail trade down 15,000. Employment in food and beverage stores down 49,000 in there. General merchandise stores down 10,000. Gas stations down 9,000. But increases in sporting goods, uh, the hobby, book, and music stores, they were up 20,000. Clothing stores up 10,000. Health and personal care stores up 9,000. Even though retail trade is 400,000 lower than in February of 2020, that number is in, is in a place. So if you put those facts together, what story might you tell? Here's a story I would tell. I believe people are beginning to go back to pre-COVID ways of behaving. They're going back to going back to the to the clothing store, to the sporting goods store. I I was sorely tempted to go over to my local Walgreens to get my my supplements that I use with my with that my vitamins and supplements that I buy there and I've bought there for years and years. During the peak of the pandemic, I just had them shipped to me, even though the Walgreens is less than two miles from my house. I just didn't want to go walk in there. I didn't even want to go through the drive. They said, well, we can just, you can just go through the drive-thru and come in there. Have you ever been in the drive-thru of a Walgreens or your CVS or, or your local drugstore? Doggone it, those lines are slow. Right, and I can sit there and listen to a podcast, but frankly, it just—I'm just—I'm just not cool with it. Um, so I had them shipped, and I had them shipped this time too. But I seriously thought about the possibility that maybe I would just go over to um, go over and pick them up. I think more and more people are going to go pick things up. They're going to go back into the stores. If I just needed a. I needed um, I needed a pair of, uh, a new pair of golf gloves uh, a couple of weeks ago. I could have ordered it in advance and just walked in and picked it up, but it's like yeah, I'd like to actually look at them because I was looking for something a little bit different. I have I have arthritic hands, and so gloves that have better golf uh, better uh, compression uh, on my left hand because it's the left hand that I have the problem with. Um, it's um, it would be helpful. So I actually went over and tr went over to the local Ostads, was able to talk with somebody for a bit and found the right glove. And I played last week and man, it's a great glove. I may have to get two or three more of those. All right. So we're willing to go some places and other places. 
messengers are down, and so forth. Here's the point, and this gets to the point that I that I really like that 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 uh, commenter Frank on our Twitter at pound KBRS had made. This economy is going through significant changes, and every time you start to readjust the patterns in which you trade, you're going to see gaps of time in that process. You're going to see a learning experience. And there's going to be a significant amount of learning that's, that's going to happen even in something as simple and as, as mundane as shopping for your groceries or for your, your vitamins and supplements, your, your sporting goods, your, your clothes. Set aside everything to do. Set aside the restaurants for a moment. There's lots of things that you changed in this process. And now you're going to change again. And businesses are trying to get out in front of that to figure out, do I need more of this? Do I need more of that? Could some of this be that rather than the story that you hear from so many people that, Workers just aren't showing up because getting an extra three hundred bucks a week and a bonus payment is that it's. We're not saying that has nothing to do with it. It certainly has something to do with it. My point is the story is more complicated than just that, and if you want to convince people that those payments are a bad idea, and I do, I actually think the payments are a bad idea, and I think government should find ways to ways to to deal with it as some governors are trying to do on their own, um, I think the federal government could try to do something to alleviate that problem and get more people back to work. We'll talk more about this right after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means... Our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two, our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Ryan Rack, Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Ah, tax season. Opening that confirmation email and... <laughs> what? Someone already filed my return? During tax season, all the info identity thieves need is on your tax forms. That's why LifeLock monitors your personal information, alerts you to possible suspicious activity, and works to fix it if you become a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 
That's 800-860-4614. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back to King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Oh, that's a good song, too. Wait, Brian's on a roll today. 651-289-4477. The number to call questions, comments. Or just call Brian and tell him, hey, I like the music, man. That's okay. You could do that. So, to give you a different feel, and I mean, this is how much the sorting went out. I'm going to play you a lot of Janet Yellen in the next hour. I'm not going to do that quite yet. But I wanted to play this. I've never heard of this fellow before, and and he's got a lovely accent that I'm still trying to place. It's not British. It's not proper Southern Britain um, accent, and it's it's not Cockney at all either. I'm trying to place it. His name is Andrew Hunter. He's the co-founder of a of a job placement company uh, called Adzuna, an online job placement company. And he was on this station uh, on uh, on yesterday, Friday, um, talking about the demand for jobs. And let's go ahead and play this cut number six, please. So, what we're seeing in the U.S. at the moment is hiring levels at fifteen percent above. February 2020, so pre-pandemic levels. So the job ad inventory is there. Folks are getting back to work and and, and hiring, but luring in those candidates is proving to be increasingly difficult uh, in specific sectors, but also specific uh, states uh, all around the country. What we're seeing at at Zuna is uh, booming hiring in healthcare and nursing, in logistics and warehouse, and in construction and manufacturing. Those are the three uh, sectors where uh, we're seeing double-digit percentage increases uh, year-on-year in activity. But yeah, as you say, the challenge is getting folks into those jobs fast and giving them the confidence to return to work. That confidence, I think, is part of our story. Right? So it is one thing to say people at lower income levels are not coming back in the job market. There's also this $300 a week bonus benefit that's being paid um, therefore it must be the it must be that those bonuses are keeping people from coming um, in philosophy classes when we teach the logic section of your philosophy uh, curriculum that's known as post hoc ergo propter hoc meaning after this therefore because of this it's a lovely Latin term it simply means just because two things happen at the same time or one thing happened before the other thing happened doesn't mean that the thing that happened first caused the thing that happened second. It is not necessarily the case that those UI payments are the cause of, the, that they're the cause of the higher payments in, in, in excuse me, the, the, the reason why Employment uh, is not rising faster. So if you look on the if you look on the on the, the household survey, okay, uh, the participation rate ticked up two point two basis points now to sixty one point seven percent. That's the highest it's been since March of twenty twenty. Now, true as as we hear, and we'll probably play this in the next hour. Uh, They'll point out that the number was 63.4% back in December of, 2020, of 2019. So yes, that number has been significantly higher than, 60, than 61.7%. But that last 1.7% could be that they're staying home because they don't want to. They don't want to work because they're getting they're getting $300 a week 
bonus checks. But there could be lots of other reasons. It could be, it could be that they're not yet comfortable to go back to work. It could be that they made the choice to work from home instead for themselves and they're not being picked up in the data, right? Um, it's, not, it's not well understood how in the jobs data itself, um, a work from home, excuse me, a, a decision to go into business for yourself is picked up in the payroll data. It's typically not picked up in the payroll data. You have to go through the birth, death adjustments and all that, which again, for April of 21 versus April of 2020, who knows? That's a, that's a hard number to estimate. I don't know how to estimate it. I don't, and like I say, I've been doing this, I've been doing this work for going on 40 years. I'm not sure I could do that for you. Um, then again, it's certainly, so there could be, then again, think about, if you were gonna start a new business, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't one good time to do that be when everyone has received a lot of checks from the federal government? 600 bucks back in December and 1400 bucks in March? If you were starting a new business, there are a lot of people out there who have a lot of money in their savings account that might be able to buy the thing you're trying to sell. Could there have been an acceleration in business formation at this time? Sure. Here's my point. There are a lot of people right now trying to sell you a, a single explanation story that because the unemployment insurance bonuses were paid, that must be the case. And I read, I read lots of quotes. I read a, I read a, a clip for, on uh, Marginal Revolution of someone who's in the HR, HR industry saying, Man, people are just not showing up. They're not doing this, they're not doing that. I get that. But understand there are multiple explanations and there needs to be some sorting of those explanations rather than just running to the one that confirms a story that you're kind of wanting to believe anyway. We'll talk more in the next hour about this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service.
I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. 